How appropriate is it that our intro ends with Whiff Roasters, who is our first sponsor of the Lancaster official sponsor. Official sponsor, yeah. And Gardner's Lancaster Connects podcast show. Gardner's has been the sponsor, the, 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 the default the, sponsor. The more appropriate term is benefactor. Yeah, right, right. We have been the generous benefactor. Yes. Of uh, Lancaster Connects for a hundred and oh, I don't know, 13, well, 12. Yeah. And there's season one episodes that we don't count on that. We don't, we don't. But anyway, yeah. So uh, with Roasters there um, was our last little snippet in our intro. And uh, we're pleased to have them as our first official sponsor. And so all month long, we're raffling off. Um, a gift basket from them. It's a hundred dollar value, and uh, it's uh, about a hundred uh, pounds of coffee. Ben just uh, uh, got a little pressed in his oblique there. It <laughs> seemed uh, lifting up the big box and, and basket of coffee. And so, if you want to enter to win, you go to lancasterconnects.com slash contest, and it's real simple. It's name and email, and that's one entry. You share it on social media. That's a couple more. Subscribe on YouTube, even more. I think there's like a total of. 15 entries you can make yep. in total. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. That's pretty darn good for glancing at it like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, there's the, there's the prize basket. So yeah. we love their coffee here. It's like a battle for when we put the K cups out. It's a battle for dirty banana. And we've had pumpkin pecan. Pumpkin pecan, baby. That's the new one. There's three amigos. There's kick butt. I'm keeping it G rated. There's bonfire, chocolate raspberry. House blend, breakfast blend. It's really great. And, you know, they're Lidditz's hometown coffee roaster. And they make really great coffee. It's not all created equal. We definitely know that. You always know uh, when you have good coffee, when you have bad coffee. You know when you got bad coffee. Because you're like, oh, my God, this is like fuel oil. Uh, it's often. You know, or it's really weak. It right. just has no right. taste. Right. So since 1999, with Roasters has been proud to be a local favorite for specialty coffees. Uh, they've got a uniqueness that's simple and they set this high standard for bean quality, which is really where great coffee comes from, right? It's not in the water per se. It's not in the temperature per se. It's in all the bean quality freshness in the roast and they do all that and that allows them to create a perfectly consistent, incredible bag of coffee, bag after bag after bag, cup after cup, K-cup after K-cup. They make it all, and that's both roasters, and we love them for that. Yeah, you know, and all month long, uh, Whip was uh, very kind to give us. I don't know, let me see this here: pumpkin pecan portion pack. So this portion pack is one full pot of coffee. Uh, so you know, a number of cups, eight, ten cups, something like that, twelve cups of coffee. Uh, and pumpkin pecan is amazing. I've got some in my cup here. It's really tasty. good. We had uh, a number of K cups here that we brought in for the store. And I had to, uh, I think we had three boxes and two of them are completely gone. So like in a week, we had to ration these, these vultures devoured the pumpkin pecan. But the only way in which our sales team was vulture like, <laughs> yes, not with true. you, our this customer is, here at the store. Good point at Gardner's mattress and more, <laughs> but with the K cups, absolutely. Yep. All month long, uh, just stop by Gardner's mattress and more. You get a free pumpkin pecan portion pack, uh, courtesy of Whiff Roasters, our October. Like it's your connect sponsor. So free coffee. I mean, who doesn't want free coffee? That's right. Yeah. I'll tell you who could have used, I'll tell you what. Uh, here's something to talk about. 
and I'm really on to this for next year. So my wife and I were at Fall Fest yesterday at Overlook Park. Big event. I-105 puts it on. Big event. Um, Dustin Lynch was the headliner. Uh, my wife's going to kill me for saying this, but she don't watch. Dustin Lynch <laughs> looks like the cowboy on every romance novel that she reads on Kindle. Uh, so I think uh, I think there was a special little twinkle in Miss Janakovo's eye. <laughs> Um, for Dustin Lynch. Tell you when she's here tomorrow. She's going to kill me for this. <laughs> but anyway, uh, he's a good act. I uh, really like Joe Nichols. He's been around for a while. Had great food, barbecue, gyros, french fries, shakes, milkshakes. Mm-hmm. Mm. All kinds of things. But it was cold. No coffee anywhere. No hot chocolate anywhere. That. That seems to be a huge oversight. I mean, I guess they can't plan in advance how cold or warm it's going to be. Especially since a convenience store chain, I'm going to leave them out because Whiff is our sponsor. Uh, but man, maybe there's a, maybe there's a co-brand opportunity for a coffee truck. Whiff Roasters mm-hmm. looking at you. Every cup sponsored by Gardner's Mattress and more. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fueled by Whiff Roasters. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. There might be something there. But there's an opportunity there, man. I'm telling you what. Because you could you could extend it beyond coffee. You got hot chocolate. You could have pumpkin spice latte, all kinds of stuff. Pumpkin did pecan. Just, did you just call it cuffy? I think you might have said cuffy. No, <laughs> Lindsay had a Lindsay had a boss a year when ago. You go to the tape. Years ago, we go to the tape. Yeah, throw the flag. See the tape. Uh, yeah, Lindsay had a boss uh, years ago. It's what, like twenty years ago that said, called it cuffy. That that, that is just stuck with me. But I I, I would I, I would have thought cuffy man. I would have thought that that would have been the most popular like oh, vendor, yeah. yeah. Considering how cold or windy it was. Well, there was booze. Well, There's a lot okay. of booze there yeah. that can warm you up. Well, can't there be like infused coffee? Sure, you know, put a little Bailey's in there. Sure, all that good stuff. So you know, hit us Just up if you want to think about a co-brand thing for next year's Fall Fest. Anyhow, uh, before we move on to our wonderful guest Kelly Osborne, a little bit of. Other community news. Uh, so this comes through. Um, this came through my email. But if you want to get on the show officially official, go to LancasterConnects.com and there's a tab B on the show. Uh, if you want to be a guest, if you're a local hero doing great, charity that's doing great for our community or a business that has a culture giving back, you can go to LancasterConnects.com slash guest. But under that same tab is uh, B on the show and you can submit your news for the community. And um, we'll, we'll take a fit. Take a look at it, and if it's a fit for the show, we'll read it off just like we are now for Team Jennifer Cahill Charities. So she, Team Jennifer Cahill, was on way back in the Lancaster Connect uh, archives, and uh, they're doing a trunk or treat and all-you-can-eat spaghetti dinner. And this one kind of has a near and dear place to my heart at the Ephrata Amvets, because as a single gentleman in my bachelor pad days with my buddies, we would often walk down the street to the MVETs. Mm. Funny enough, I remember all the walks there. I remember none of the walks <laughs> home. And so uh, there'll be more fun for family and children there with this trunk or treat and spaghetti dinner. That is happening Sunday, October 21st from 4 to 7. Uh, menu spaghetti, red sauce, meatball, two meatballs, salad, mm. beverage, and dessert. Tickets are only $12 for adults. Children. 12 and under are $7, and you can call Denise or Mike, and I'll give Denise's number, 717-715-3933, or Mike at 717-371-3035. Tickets are available at the door. 
And then the truck retreats afterwards from five to eight on the same day. So it's that is the season for trunk and treating, mm-hmm. which is a whole new thing. But um, back in the day, we had to traipse around in plastic yeah. PVC costumes, with a little slit face can... slits that you gave yourself a wound <laughs> to your eyeball, which is why I wasn't on the show last week. You and were I'm here now. Trying on Halloween costumes last week. Yeah, yeah, well, not in the same fashion, but yeah. Now the kids just, they get to go to a parking lot and the adults drive the candy to them with these trunk and treat yes, things. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yep. Yep. So at any rate, if that's your thing though, trunk and treats, decorate your trunk, kids get candy. 21st, five day at the Amvets, spaghetti dinner before team Jennifer Cahill charities. I'm sure if you Google them, everything will come up. All right. Yep. Sounds like a great event. For that's community charity. news. Yep. Yep. So. Speaking of good people doing good things in our community, time to uh, welcome Kelly. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, Kelly. Hi. Kelly represents the Pilot Club of Lancaster, which has nothing to do with aviation. For those not familiar with the Pilot Club, we'll get into all the great things that Kelly and the Pilot Club is doing. Uh, Kelly, we like to bring our guests on and, and have a little bit of an icebreaker question before we dig into the meat of what you're doing. Uh, so 2023 is kind of wrapping up. we got like, what, two and a half months left or so, almost almost three months. Anything kind of on your radar that you'd like to accomplish before the year wraps up and we start that new year? Well, I, I've accomplished a lot this year. I retired from my 25-year career in January. And Congratulations. I kind of moved right over from that to... Um, my volunteer work with several nonprofits, the pilot club being one of them. Uh, this year kind of flew by. Um, I can't believe I've been retired 10 months already, but um, I'm having a great time and um, I'm loving the retirement life and I highly recommend it to everyone. <laughs> well, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, congrats to you. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm the same thing. Like I didn't retire, but, but 10 months, uh, well, 10 months have just like flown by (laughs) and, you know, crazy from like kid stuff to work stuff and, you know, this podcast and yeah, it's it's like, I can't believe we're like two months away from Christmas already. Right. I know. I feel like my calendar has been filled up and I didn't even get to go on a vacation yet this year. So. (laughs) Oh, you gotta do that. Do you have any, well, that, that maybe that's another icebreaker question. Do you have a, do you have a vacation planned? Uh, I want to go to England in the spring and uh, visit Scotland and uh, visit my son down in Florida a few times. So that's cool. That's, yeah. that's a good one to do by the end of the year because that's still not, it'll be nice down there. Yeah, right. I know that my calendar is booked with all these events coming up. This is the busy season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so on that note, with all the events and the busy season, so you're busy with the Pilot Club of Lancaster. So share with us what the Pilot Club does, what it's all about, and uh, what your role there is. Okay, great. So the Pilot Club of Lancaster has actually uh, been uh, in Lancaster since 1947. So we're in our 76th year. Uh, we were chartered in 1947. We are a 501c3. And um, we're a volunteer service club, like the Rotary Club, the Lions Club. Um, prior to... Uh, 2019, I had never heard of the Pilot Club. And I have, um, you know, I was born and raised in Lancaster County. Um, I worked in Lancaster County for over two decades. And I just 
never heard of the club, never heard of the programs that uh, the signature program that I'm going to talk about today, never heard of that. And so um, I feel like how the chain of events happened, it was something that, you know, was kind of meant to be. And um, the club is just my passion and their signature service project, which is Project Lifesaver, is my passion project. Um, so the, the club is a part of, or we are part of an international club, which um, Pilot International was chartered in 1921. And it started with um, a group of women that were homemakers that wanted to um, do some service to their community to help uh, help folks in their community and, and make it, a, you know, a better place for families. And the, the pilot, uh, the pilot, um, symbol, uh, comes from the riverboats. So the mission, the, uh, the mission statement is true course ever. So no, we have nothing to do with airplanes, nothing to do with aviation at all. It is actually the wheel of the riverboat. Um, and not even really anything to do with riverboats, other than riverboats were certainly more popular back in the day. Yes. And the mission statement is true course ever. And um, yeah, and back at that time when it was formed, they were popular. And uh, it has the the club has grown. Um, it is an international club. We have um uh, groups in the Bahamas, we have uh, uh, pilot clubs in Japan. Um, every year they have an annual conference this past year. It was out in Bellevue, Washington. I, I was, um, planning to go, but my flight got canceled due to the, the weather, the storms. So I missed it, but, um, next year it'll be in Colorado. So I do plan on going there. Um, so like I said, I had never heard of this club, Heard of the Rotary Club, heard of the Lions Club, and those type of service clubs. They give scholarships to graduating seniors. They do a lot of service projects. And um, and back in 2019, late 2019, uh, my father passed away. And he suffered from dementia for several years. And he was living in an assisted living facility. And uh, his dementia was progressing, and I knew that I would have to get him into memory care because where he was living was not memory care. And um, I had just changed positions at my um, workplace, uh, so I was in a new role, and uh, my schedule was more flexible. And I actually I was I was in an office and had. Uh, a lot of um, different duties than I had for the first 20 years. So I was acclimating to my new position and it was a Friday afternoon, I think um, October 18th, 2019. I was checking my messages on my voicemail and I had a message from a sheriff's department in Cape May, New Jersey. And I couldn't quite make out all of the message, but it said, um, I could make out Project Lifesaver, Cape May, New Jersey, and, you know, give me a call back. I have some questions. So, again, I had never heard of Project Lifesaver and uh, never heard of the Pilot Club. And I just jotted down the number and I thought, oh, I'll call back on Monday. I wanted to get out of the office for the weekend. 
And then the very next day, my father died. He uh, walked from his personal uh, care home and he was found dead. And uh, that was not the first time that he had wandered away. He had um, gotten lost driving uh, a few years earlier and he had wandered from that facility at least one other time back in June of 2019. And he was found walking along a highway, a busy highway. So um, that happened. And uh, when I got back into the office, either that the end of that week or the next week, I was returning my phone messages and I, I called the um, the guy back from the sheriff from Cape May, New Jersey. And I said, you know, I apologize. I was out of the office. I had a death in the family, just, you know, returning some calls. Uh, he's like, oh, you can disregard um, the client is back in New Jersey. And I said, well, I, I didn't quite understand your message. Um, you know, I'm not sure what you were calling about. And he said, he started to tell me about Project Lifesaver. And uh, when he was telling me about this program, I just, I got chills. I was like, the universe is telling me, like, you have to know, learn more about this program. You have to get involved in this program. So more about Project Lifesaver. Project Lifesaver is an, an international nonprofit, and they um, are uh, based out of Chesapeake, Virginia, and they are in their 20, 24th year. So next year will be 25 years uh, since Project Lifesaver International was launched. What it is, is a search and rescue program for public safety agencies to quickly locate people that wander due to a cognitive condition like Alzheimer's, dementia, autism, traumatic brain injury, Down syndrome, any type of cognitive condition that would cause somebody to wander or make them prone to wandering. Um, and we know that folks that are uh, children and elderly folks that are, are suffering from these conditions, that when they go missing, and I know from my career in law enforcement, when we had a missing child or a missing elderly person, you know, you had to find them very quickly because um, you know, depending on the weather conditions, they're prone to injury, death, if not found quickly, that, you know, they wander towards water. Um, so we, we know that, you know, when, when those vulnerable people go missing, uh, we, we dispatch all of our resources and, you know, we, we need to find them as quickly as possible. So this program is sort of, is a tracking system. It's, it's for public safety agencies, law enforcement agencies to find these people. And, uh, the, the law enforcement agencies that are involved in the program, they have equipment and they're trained to use this equipment to track down a, a client that's enrolled in the program through radio frequency. So uh, clients that are enrolled in the program are fitted with a transmitter bracelet that looks like this. And it is um, run with a lithium battery and uh, and they're fitted with this either on their, their ankle or on the wrist. And there is a radio frequency that is specific to this transmitter. And should that person go missing, then the 
the local law enforcement, wherever they're missing from, would be, if they are participating in Project Lifesaver, they, they would be equipped with the receivers, which look like this, okay? So these are handheld receivers. Um, looks kind of like, you know, archaic type of device, but it is tried and true, runs radio frequency that has been used for decades. Unlike GPS, this is not affected by radio frequency, is not affected by weather conditions, um, you know, uh, satellites, uh, and different things that affect GPS, right? So should a, a client go missing, the caregiver would call their local police department and give the officers their radio, their transmitter frequency, and then the officers go out to the point of last scene and they start tracking the client down through radio frequency from their transmitter. And they can be tracked to their exact location, whether it's under a bridge, whether it's in a closet, they're hiding in a closet. Um, it can even track several feet underwater. Um, so <clears throat> that is the, the program Project Lifesaver. And in back in, I'd say maybe 2010, the Pilot Club of Lancaster was looking for a signature service program. So, um, one of the one of the things that the pilot club uh, did here in Lancaster, which everybody probably heard of, is they were very instrumental back in the '60s in implementing the Meals on Wheels program here in Lancaster. So they were um, part of uh, getting that off the ground, and now Meals on Wheels is an entity within itself. The, our pilot club members, we still do uh, volunteer with delivering meals, and we give monetary donations through collections uh, at our member meetings. But that was one of um, the big uh, service uh, projects that the Pilot Club um, was a part of here in Lancaster County. But back in 2010 or so, they were looking for a another uh, a signature program, and they um, came across Project Lifesaver. And it took several years to get the funding and also to, you know, convince the chiefs of our local police department, hey, we need this here in Lancaster County. We will, we will gather the funding. We will do all of the client enrollment and we will do the battery maintenance of the transmitters. We just need the police officers to, um, the departments to agree to participate and become a full member or associate member agency within Project Lifesaver and train your officers and house the equipment and maintain the equipment to, um, you know, to search for these people should they go missing. So, Back in 2012, uh, our volunteers at the pilot club were able to convince um, the chief of Left Tenfield uh, Police Department, Chief Mark Pugliese, who is now retired, uh, that this is a valuable, a valuable service and a valuable tool for law enforcement to find these people because law enforcement. If you get dispatched to a missing person, you are going out regardless. You are going out and looking for these people 
and you are using all of the resources you have, whether they are your boots on the ground, your aviation, your um, search and rescue groups, your canines, you are deploying all the resources that you have because you're, you're going out looking for these people anyway. So why not have a tool that you can find these people quicker? And receiver, average search times have been reduced from hours to 30 minutes or less. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah. So a lot, a lot to kind of uh, rewind the tape on there. So yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I guess I wasn't really realizing. This is my passion. Yeah, sure. Well, that's perfectly fun. Yeah, I guess I guess I kind of came into this thinking like um, Project Lifesaver was more about the pilot club putting together a bunch of volunteers and you would then just be activated by local police or fire to say, hey, we got to go to this region. Yeah. Total misconception. I didn't no. think there were any gadgets and, and tracking involved. And yeah. so the um, the wearable piece. I, I guess, let me ask this question. So yeah. what is the, what is the cost for a family to participate? You say the word client. So that's what yeah. makes me believe there's a cost. Yeah. Um, explain how that works. So if you have somebody in your family that has a form of Alzheimer's dementia or has an autistic child that is prone to run off uh, or another need that this may fit, how do you get started? So the if you are a caregiver and you are interested in having your loved one enrolled in our program, you would reach out to the Pilot Club of Lancaster. There's this, this program has a lot of moving parts, but the Pilot Club, we manage the enrollment and we manage the maintenance of the transmitters. That's our primary duty. So if there is a family that's interested in learning more about the program or enrolling their loved one, they would contact the Pilot Club. And I am one of the contacts for the, our Project Lifesaver Committee. So I, I'm, I'm curious, Kelly, uh, actually n a number of questions. Um, how, how often does this occur? I mean, I, I hear, it feels like it, I, almost monthly, I hear a story or a news headline that uh, they're, they're looking for somebody. And, and often, I mean, this is maybe one of the, the great uses of, of social media and Facebook. And <laughs> Facebook is what it is, but... I do often see people sharing, hey, can you help us find this person? And honestly, I, I, I didn't know that the pilot club did this sort of arranging of or organizing and, and helping in, in this way. I, you know, um, how often does this happen? Well, um, let me just say we have currently um, close to 70 clients here in Lancaster County and we know the need is quadruple that, right? Um, you know, pick up a newspaper, scroll your social media. You, Like you said, you see these people going missing all the time. You see elderly people walking away from their homes, their caregivers. You see, um, you know, children that wander off. And, uh, you know, a lot of uh, these are special needs children and, and folks with cognitive challenges. Um, you know, after COVID, we had a lot of, um, a lot of families that uh, are caring for their loved ones at home instead of sending them into, you know, a nursing home facility. They're, they're too expensive. They, you know, so this gives the caregiver and the family just an additional safety net 
a little bit more of a peace of mind. I mean, they, they have to have 24-hour care, obviously. And this is not a program for somebody that lives alone. Um, but it it helps give the families a, a, a peace of mind and also helps law enforcement because they're able to find these, these folks quicker and using less resources. You know, an average search for an Alzheimer's patient is about nine hours. And a lot of those times they're not successful searches, right? They're either, they have either become severely, severely injured or, um, or die, you know, from exposure or, or, you know, um, any number of reasons if they wander away from their caregiver. And so this program also helps the, the, law enforcement agencies because they can find these people quicker and um and using less resources and you know when you're when you are mobilizing resources like volunteer fire companies and search and rescue groups and you're requesting helicopters they take time to gather and and deploy so this is something that the officer can carry right on right in their car and um and, and go right to the scene where the person was last seen and start searching. So when, let me just say, when I found out about this program in late 2019, Troop J Lancaster, which is the state police barracks that covers Lancaster County, all of the municipalities that do not have their own um, police coverage, uh, which here in Lancaster is 19 townships and one borough that's covered by the state police. So a majority of this county is state police primary jurisdiction. And um, it was my goal to get the state police in Lancaster participating in this program so we could cover the entire county. So most of the local departments are are on the western and northwestern part of the county. They, like I said, initiated this program back in uh, 2012. And currently today we have 20 police departments, including the state police in Lancaster that are participating. So they have equipment and they have officers that are trained to use that equipment. And we can offer service. Um, we did ask about uh, a fee. Uh, we purchased all of the equipment from Project Lifesaver International. We have to, uh, including the batteries, and and we charge the pilot club charges the families the cost of the equipment. So for a transmitter and the batteries and straps for one year, it costs three hundred and seventy five dollars one time cost. Uh, we ask the families, you know what what they can give us. And, you know, if they can, if they can pay for the transmitter, great. If not, we don't turn any families away. And our goal it would be, if our funding was unlimited, right, would be to offer this free to everyone. Um, so maybe in the future, you know, that, that's, that's something that could happen. Um, so, yeah. Kelly, we just, oh, do you, yeah, sorry. We've you know, obviously we record this here in our store. Um, we have uh, we're, we're we're pedaling the bike here between all the stuff going on. I I missed again what the cost is. Oh, three hundred and seventy five dollars. Thank you. Yep. A one time cost, you. and that's just for the, the transmitter, 
and the batteries and straps uh, for one year. And um, so part of the maintenance for the transmitters and what our club does as a service is every 60 days, we go out and meet our families at different um, locations. And they're all of mostly our police departments around the county to make it convenient for the families. And we change their battery and their transmitter and just connect with them and make sure that they don't have any questions or there's, you know, no issues or whatever. You know, sometimes we have to replace transmitters if they get um, damaged or they get, um, you know, if we have, we've had clients that go maybe go to the hospital or go to some type of rehab facility and then the transmitters get cut off the, their wrist and then they go missing. So we have to replace them sometimes and we don't ever, you know, pass that cost on to the families. Um, but yeah, so what other questions do you have? Well, we've had a couple of comments come in um, from some of our fans. Uh, Pam Whitware was on last week, and so she's very um, supportive of what you're doing. Uh, wasn't sure of all your pilot club's details, but says uh, she loves that uh, it's an amazing program. Jonna Hoover-Green, who was also on, she represents uh, herself. She has her own financial advisory business through Edward Jones. And is also the president, I believe, of the Southern mm -hmm. Lancaster County Chamber of Commerce. So she's got a question for you. How far? So how far can somebody go away from their home? How like how far does that radio signal carry? That's a great question. So um, we do know that the average person can walk four miles an hour. So if someone is missing for several hours, they can cover a lot of ground. Um, our receivers that the police departments uh, are equipped with, their signal will go, depending on the terrain, one to three miles, probably closer to one mile. Um, and, and we do have a lot of rural area in Lancaster County, especially in the Southern Lancaster County. Uh, we are, we are exploring purchasing a drone attachment um, Project Lifesaver International is going to be releasing that very soon. So any police department or um, uh, emergency management groups that uh, have a drone, we can attach uh, a rece the receiver uh, similar to what the handheld looks like to the drone. And then that, that will expand the search area five to seven miles. That seems that's, like it would be a game changer. Yeah, that's yeah. very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. We are waiting for that to come out um, at the conference. That they have an annual conference, Project Lifesaver, that's down in Orlando um, every August, and uh, that hopefully will be released here beginning of twenty four. And I know that uh, Lancaster County um, Emergency Management. Uh, already has a drone and several of the police departments already have drones. So it's just a matter of purchasing the attachment. And, and what the pilot club also does is we fund the equipment for these, for the police departments, because we know funding is tight. We know manpower, um, there's manpower and resource issues. And I know when I brought this to my commander at Troop J Lancaster, the first question they asked me was how much is it going to cost? Right. Um, right. I already figured that out. Uh, but the pilot club, we, we do all the funding, uh, for the equipment and the training of the officers in the county. 
And um, that's part of our funding as our, our fundraisers for, for the pilot club. There's Chief Saunders. He is he is the CEO of Project Lifesaver. Um, so he created this program back in um, 19, it launched in 1999. And he was with the 43rd Search and Rescue Unit out of Chesapeake, Virginia. And he, he thought, hey, we can track animals through this type of equipment. Why can't we track people? And then that's how the idea, uh, you know, came about. And um, they tested it on, on people that are prone to wander in the mountains of North Carolina. And, and they were able to determine, you know, with this equipment, they were able to reduce, reduce uh, the search and rescue time to 30 minutes or less average. Yeah. Do you have any information on how many lives this program may have saved over yeah, since 1999? Well, if you go on to Project Lifesaver, projectlifesaver.org, uh, they have um, a running total of their their rescues, and they are over four thousand now. Well, but we know not. we know that that number is underreported because there are there you go forty one ninety. Um, there are a lot of police. There's over sixteen hundred police departments in Canada and the United States that are participating in this program, and we know that. Not all the police departments do their reporting to right. Project Lifesaver International for their statistics, right? So we know it's underreported, underreported. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But still, I mean, across a ten-year span, or I, you said nineteen ninety-nine, so it's twenty-four mm-hmm. years. You're yeah. talking about saving one person just about every other day, is right. what that and, probably yeah. comes out to, right? Or every three days. So really, just a what a tremendous benefit yeah. to those families and to the community. And, you know, I would venture a guess that if you really put pencil to paper, Project Lifesaver in a community would probably be a net neutral cost when you look at yeah. people often go missing. They they never seem to go missing middle of the day <laughs> during when everybody's working normal hours, right? It's, right? it's at the end of the day, they've maybe had a stressful day. Maybe there's something that happened. And so when you look at the overtime involved, the cost of launching crews with like ATVs and nightlights and all that stuff, like how do we, you know, when you, when you look at that cost over here per yeah. incidence against the hard cost of a one-time investment of equipment, I know, I guess, I guess you, that's your job you? to try to help sell that, right? Yeah. Where were you when I was pitching that to my troop commander? Because yeah, yeah. he pays for yeah. himself several times yeah. over with one search. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, um, as we look to, we're nearing our, the, you know, top of the hour, but, um, I do want to get this out. I know, I know children with autism has grown. I believe I read a statistic as one in 84. And so this is something as time goes along, as these children have, are growing up, they're aging out of care. Parents are getting older. Maybe parents need care, you know. The parents can't care for the child all the child's life, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I'm I'm guessing the need is only going to grow. Yes. And so that's something that I would put out to our community to think about and consider. Yeah. Um, maybe it's maybe it's an investment for your own family. Maybe it's you know an investment for your neighbor that you've often said, "Hey, if you need anything from me, let me know." Here it is, and I know three hundred seventy-five dollars isn't exactly pocket change, but. Here, here are the kinds of things that are available 
that can truly right. help people that you may care about that might be in your church, might be in your neighborhood, might yeah. be in your school. Um, just something to think about. Yes, absolutely. And that's what I've been most of this year is um, marketing the program. Uh, we did a, the Barnstormers had a nonprofit spotlight back in August and we did some marketing with the Barnstormers. Um, wonderful um, things they do for the community. Um, but you don't really search out this information unless you are affected by it in your family, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you have a child that suffers from autism or you're caring for an elderly parent that has dementia or Alzheimer's, you might not search out this information. But what I've been focusing on since my retirement is getting this out there to our Lancaster County community. We have this service. We have the entire county is serviced by the 19 municipal departments and the Pennsylvania State Police out of Lancaster. And, um, you know, we have our volunteers that uh, do all the maintenance and the enrollment and can answer questions for families. I go out to different clubs, groups, and do presentations on this program. Um, I have one coming up next month for a senior citizen group over in Leola. I'll be doing a presentation for E-Town College in January. Um, and so, yeah, just getting the word out is, is one of, you know, our goals and letting people know we have this resource available and it can save lives. Bringing loved ones home is the motto of Project Lifesaver International. Yeah. Kelly, you mentioned, you mentioned the community and uh, and volunteers. Um, so uh, people can vo volunteer uh, with with the pilot club and help with Project Lifesaver. Um, yes. Maybe you could talk about that and uh, any other ways that the community can help. Yes. Yeah, so we are always welcoming new volunteers into our service club. Like I said, Project Lifesaver is our signature service program, and um, and our contact information is on our Facebook on the website. Um, you can come to a meeting, see what we're all about. We meet at the um, Lancaster Tennis and Yacht Club on the second Wednesday of the month. And um, we do, our, you know, our club does other service uh, programs too. We do, we're involved in Alzheimer's Walk. We do Brain Minders, which is a, um, a children's program that talks about brain safety. Uh, and uh, we volunteer with the Meals on Wheels and still contribute to that program. Um, so we do a lot of other service-related things in the club, not just Project Lifesaver, but that is our, our signature um, program. And if somebody wanted to get more information on volunteering and, and supporting the Pilot Club of Lancaster and Project Lifesaver, is the website the best place to do that? Uh, the website or Facebook page. Uh, okay. We also have, I've, I've created a Project Lifesaver of Lancaster County Facebook group. And we are oh, going okay. to be in the process here very soon of um, uh, changing our web uh, our website and updating it. Um, but we have that Facebook group for anybody that wants information specifically on Project Lifesaver. Um and we do have several fundraisers that we, the pilot club 
run throughout the year that support our programs and this program specifically. So one is coming up November 4th. It's our Fall Fest, and it's at the Effort Amvest. Um, and that is posted on our Facebook page. And also we are doing a calendar raffle fundraiser for the 25 days of Christmas starts December 1st. Um, I'll be posting that here, um, very soon on our Facebook page. And then in the spring, our big fundraiser is our spring fashion show and luncheon. And that's at the end that we hold that at the end of, uh, Leola village. Mm -hmm. Oh, very good. I believe it's May 11th um, in 2024, and that's a really fun event. We do a fashion show and a luncheon, and we have raffles and things like that. So, um, yeah, so supporting our fundraisers then in turn helps us um, be able to continue to offer these programs to our community. Very good. Well, Kelly, listen, this has been a pleasure. Thank you for everything you do uh, for our county. For those families that uh, have loved ones that go missing, obviously, that's never a fun thing. Um, so thank you for bringing forth that great technology, a great force of people to help in that time. Uh, thank you for everything that you do uh, for Lancaster and, and, its, and its people. And also, thank you for 25 years on the state police force. Yes. We My didn't get, we don't really talk much about that. We didn't get to go there, but you know, somebody who served 25 <laughs> years as a state trooper... I think has a basis of uh, knowing what it takes to help find people mm -hmm. when they're missing. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, uh, so yes, congrats on your retirement, 25 year career and uh, for your service. Thank you. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. Are you ready for uh, a few connection cocktail questions? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Get to know. I mean, yeah. always at the end of these interviews, I feel like we know our guests, right? But it's right. <laughs> connection so co learn cocktail something. questions, dig a little deeper, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, all right. So what are, so the, we, we have different questions each week and, and, uh, you know, this is kind of an interesting one. What are two things you consider yourself to be very good at? Oh, I am very good at time management and organization. Right, there you go. Very good. Very good. Uh, if you could eliminate one thing from your daily routine, what would it be and why? It's a tough one. Oh, because my daily routine is so sweet right now, right? <laughs> yeah, re retirement um, lifestyle. Yeah. Uh, let me think on that one. All right. And uh, do you do you have a favorite um, Lancaster County small business? Oh, wow. Well, I am on the board of directors of the Southern Lancaster Chamber, and I love oh, okay. all of my my um, chamber members and their businesses, and I, I patronize them um, as much as I can. Um, it's very diplomatic. Very yeah, diplomatic. favorite... Um, it just depends, you know, there, you know, if you're talking restaurant or yeah. you know, it's, it's a tough thing. Yeah. yeah. It could be mattress store, you know, whatever. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Are you a member of the Lancaster Chamber? Uh, yeah, we're we're not a member of the Southern Lancaster Chamber. Well, yeah. come on. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Well, listen, we've really much uh enjoyed our time today. Thank you for everything yeah. that you're doing. Uh, it, it shines through that you're passionate about it. And um, we appreciate that. I know everybody else that's connected to you in the moments that they're connected. 
to Project Lifesaver and the Pilots Club uh, are appreciative too. So thank you. Yes, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. All right. I feel like we've got half of the Lancaster Chamber, That's Southern right. Chamber watching they, right they now. They show they, up, they, man. They, they represent. Like no other. They represent. So, yeah, uh, love that. Love that interview. Really cool stuff that they're doing uh, there at the Pilots Club. So if you have time to volunteer and anything that Kelly had uh, shared caught your attention, be sure to reach out um, to them. We have all their contact information with this episode in the notes. Uh, if you need a formal intro, you can reach out to us. We'll make that happen as well. And so uh, that's that. We still have uh, to talk about uh, a couple things going on here. Little reminder, we have our contest going for the Whiff Roasters basket. Oh, this thing is noisy. Go to LancasterConnects.com slash contest. Just begin the entry process there. You know, Whiff is great. Uh, and you really do need to experience their fresh coffee, rich in flavor, great blends. That they offer, mm. you know, it's not just one bland old coffee bean, right? right? That I think you might get like at the quick fill, right? Say. Breakfast blend, yeah. Well, Which they have a good one of those, but I don't even know that it's that per se, right? It's just it's coffee as in its purest of definition, right? Black right, and right. hot. If you're looking for something a little more fancy, Whiff Roasters has it. And you'll find them downtown Lidditz at their retail store. Uh, which is behind Sturgis Pretzel, Pre- Sturgis Pretzel, gee whiz, or tough one. the market at Welber. All right. And um, they've got uh, some great things there. And uh, you stop in here, we'll give you that free portion pack of pumpkin pecan. And they also have a nice little offer. I believe it's a, um, a well, no, it is a pumpkin pack. What am I saying? Get yeah, into the yeah, store. Yep. Come get free the, pumpkin, uh, uh, free the pumpkin pot of coffee. Jeez. Pumpkin pecan pot. I am tongue twisted around the peas <laughs> right now. <laughs> you know, the other great thing about whip roasters is you can purchase whip. I mean, obviously, if you can travel to Lidditz and, and visit the great town of Lidditz, uh, either their roastery or their, their market, you can get whip roasters there. Uh, but you can also get it at a number of family owned and operated markets around uh, Lancaster County. Not going to mention them all, but, um, you know, you can go to their website and see where exactly you can get it. But, you know, local places like Stauffer's at Kissel Hill, Oregon Dairy, Village Farm Market, Fox Meadows Creamery, which has fantastic ice cream, um, Martin's Country Market, and even Shady Maple, who's going to be a future guest on the Lancaster Connects podcast. I feel like we should do it from Shady Maple and, like, eat lunch while we're <laughs> podcasting. And get to get hungry. Maple, all you can eat to go, take, like, yeah. have it containers. Boxes of food. Home. But seriously, uh, you know, patronize those locally owned markets. Give Whisper Roasters a try at, at uh, you know, pick up your favorite packs of coffee. I took Whisper. I t- can't even speak today. Hey, uh, people were asking how my eye is. It's fantastic. Maybe we ought to ask how my tongue is today. <laughs> my goodness, I'm tongue tied. I was going to say I took Whisper Roasters coffee to the campsite. Okay. Took yeah. some of the packs. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we have fantastic coffee there too. So at any rate. Um, so thank you, uh, Betsy. You were asking how my eye is. Yes, it's okay. I have an ulcer on the cornea, which is not pleasant at all. A week of drops has seemingly fixed it. And uh, I'll get the final verdict tomorrow as to what's next. Hopefully it, it's gone. You haven't been looking at me today. So right. <laughs> I feel like the, you're recovered. I didn't do the George Costanza. Wank. 
That picture says it says it all. You I just, were I was not shape. pleasant a week ago Monday. Uh, I felt not, so bad. Not like, pleasant at all. I was from the chair in the doctor's office. So yeah, yeah. not fun. Not fun at all. And it just happened. It wasn't like something like uh, just happened. Mm-hmm. Just happened. But you know what doesn't just happen is uh, getting a good night's sleep. Oh, but so you don't just lay down and close your eyes? No, no. So there are a ton of things you can do um, to poorly affect your sleep. And Ben and I were talking about this mm-hmm. actually prior to the show. So we're going to be coming out with a list of things that are really awful and might answer the question of why sleep sucks for you. We'll be coming out with that list here soon. But if you want to break free of those shackles of bad sleep and bad habits, get our book. I messed up the point. There it is. It's right there. That one. We'll mail you a copy. Uh, sleep better. We'll mail that to you. You just go to gardenersmattressandmore.com slash sleep dash better. And we'll mail you a copy of that book. And it's chock full of great tips on how to build great sleep hygiene and uh, get a great night's sleep. Happy to mail that to you. We just mailed out a book the other day. We do that almost daily. Uh, So we got a review over the weekend uh, from a gentleman named Jeff, and he worked with Chad in our showroom. Not me. No, yes, not you. You did not buy your own product. Uh, But you do sleep on gardening matches, and we all do, right? Uh, So uh, Jeff worked with Chad, had a very satisfactory experience, uh, very knowledgeable and pleasant to deal with. Gardeners had what I was looking for, for a reasonable and fair price. Um, that's, that's always helpful, right? Uh, they went above and beyond to offer a loaner mattress set up while I waited to receive my order. It's not normal course of business for us to do that. And I don't know everything about this person's situation. Uh, but often where there's a situation where somebody might be moving quick or, um, you know, whether there's a change of homes or, or whatnot, uh, or guests coming into town where the people making a purchase in the mattress might not be in in two or three or four weeks, but they need it. They have an immediate need. Uh, we may from time to time offer offer that level of service. So uh, it's something you're going to get from a locally owned business like us and nowhere else. Uh, so uh, thank you for Jeff for the, the testimonial. And um, thank you for Chad uh, for how he serviced our customer there. And um, I think that's it for testimonial time. I think that's the show. That, that is the show. Oh, you know what else we have going on is our anniversary event. That's right. All month long. October. Celebrating 33 years in business here in Lancaster County, 12 years of Ben and I owning and guiding the mattress store ship, so to say. I like the ship theme. I thought yeah. you were going to go with bus, but you pulled the Pilot Club logo. In yeah. The, yeah it's, it's see, but if you talk about it, it doesn't, it's, you've got to work on this. <laughs> I explained the joke. Is that, is that the bre- <laughs> At least we're, we're mildly entertaining. Yeah. Too bad that doesn't pay the bills for Lancaster Connect. <laughs> At any rate, oh, that makes me happy. Yeah, Chris, yeah Chris all, is all, um, all, yeah. Just as an Eagles fan, you can love what's on screen. If you're catching this on audio, our fantastic producer, Chris, knows my uh, on, or how do I say Unwavering this? distaste. My unwavering dislike of the Dallas Cowboys. And they lost last night, so that was fantastic. And there's some great memeage that he's showing. So that makes me happy. But it also makes me happy when you visit for our anniversary event. So it's our 33 
year anniversary event, free gifts with every purchase. We've got some amazing gifts to give you as value added gifts. Um, same great service, great, no interest financing specials. So if you like to kind of have your money make money while you pay off your, <clears throat> your mattress bill, so to say, you can do that. Actually, actually now is a really good time to do that because you're getting 5% on high yield savings accounts. Um, got but, the, uh, $500 gas gift yes, card. Yes. This is very cool. Uh, so we thought, you know, what more can we do to give back to our community? It's one thing that we ask consistently of ourselves. And so if you visit and bring in a non-perishable food item, you're entered into the contest and it's very simple. One can or box of non-perishable food equals one ticket. 10 equals 10 tickets. 100 equals 100 tickets. Drop them in the bin. We pull your name here on the show Monday, November 6th. After the anniversary event concludes, we'll draw it right here on the show. You win a $500 gas and grocery gift card to the place of your choice. So if you like to get your fuel at Wise, where they have gas islands, you get it there. If you like to get your fuel somewhere else, you go there. If you like to shop at Stalfers at Kissel Hill, we'll get you one there. All right? So like, Really simple. So like a tank of gas. Well, let's not depress our people. Oh, gee whiz, man. <laughs> we need to send you to podcast host training. So the point is to yes. enrich and lift up our folks, not remind them of the weird. We're doing that because it's tough, but That's not. True. Yes. Yes. My goodness, man. Look, look, Jonna says we're entertaining. Yeah, yeah, love it, love it. <laughs> but that—that's the point, right? Yep. We want to give back and uh, fun little contest. But all, all along the way, we're we're doing something fun for our customers. But our customers are doing something great for our community with that food donation. And so that's what we've got uh, got going on. We're glad that we can make you all laugh. That's part of why we do we, this. It is fun. I think this might be episode number two in terms of content or uh, comment interaction to the uh, Brett Michael show. It's been good. Yeah. It's been good. So Thank you for watching. So we're here for comments, make the podcast show go around. That's right. That's right. All right. Very good. I think all the business is done. We'll see you next week till the next connection on Lancaster Connects. Take care.